0: Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim We said, O oh David, indeed we have made you a successor upon the earth So judge between the people in truth and do not follow your own desire As it will lead you astray from the way of Allah Indeed, those who go astray from the way of Allah will have a severe punishment For having forgotten the day of account Al Ali Al-Azim Before I start the show, I'd like to send our deepest heartfelt condolences to the Imam of our time, Imam Sahib Asri Wa Al-Zaman, to you, the Islamic Ummah, to the Shia of Amir Al-Mu'mineen, on these sad nights on the martyrdom of Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib alayhi salam. May Allah grant us all the visitation of the holy city of Najaf to recite the Ziyarah by his side. Last night we looked at the life of Prophet Khidr and his meeting with Prophet Musa If you haven't watched that episode or the previous episodes that we've done since the beginning of Ramadan then please go back on our YouTube and Facebook and watch those episodes there They will be uploaded but please continue following us on this Ramadan special as we examine more and more lives of prophets of Allah by watching us on any IPTV, YouTube and Facebook and downloading the Imam Hussein TV app on your iOS and Android devices. Tonight, insha'Allah, we will be looking at the life of Prophet Dawood alayhi salam, or Prophet David alayhi salam, a Prophet mentioned 16 times in the Quran. I'm your host, Minhal khafaji and the life of Prophet Dawood alayhi salam with Dr. Sayyid Amal Sayyidina, assalamu
1: alaykum. How are you doing Allah? tonight? Condolences to everybody on the... Martism of the Amir, alayhis
0: salam. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sayyidina, the name Dawood, what does it mean?
1: Uh, there is an opinion that the name Dawood and you yourself will be able to help me in the meaning. Because if I was to say to you the word in Arabic for medicine or for a cure is in the name Dawood, mm-hmm. where would you find that word within the name? Dua. Dua. Mm-hmm. Dawa. Dawa Yes. And so you find that there is an opinion that this great personality who is revered by billions in the world today, that his name comes from Dawah Mm Biwuddin. Dawah to cure. Wood is a form of love. Wood you will find is a form of love. And that whenever he was hurt in his life, through the different moments of arrogance and rudeness of the children of Israel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The way that he would cure the hurt would be with the constant love of God. Because there's no cure for all the problems that we have in the world like love. Yeah. And there needs to be a lot more love exchanged in this world where there are wars between people who claim to love Nabi Dawud, Maybe if these people who love Prophet Dawood, Prophet David, actually looked at his name and see that he used to cure things with love, then hopefully that's something we can take from his name and apply to our political as well as religious differences today.
0: Now Sayyidina, uh, you mentioned the children of Israel. What was their state at that time? Because we see in Surah Al-Baqarah in verse 74, it says, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Then your hearts became hardened after that Being like stones or even harder For indeed there are stones from which rivers burst forth And there are some of them that split open And water comes out and it goes on
1: Their hearts had literally become hearts of stone Not only had Bani Israel now been steeped in sin Mm -hmm. They were in a stage known as You know when you see someone Imtayyah Imtayyah, what does it mean? He's lost Yeah Mm-hmm. They were in a real tiha at this moment. They were in absolute no man's. They refused to go into Jerusalem when Nabi Musa salam, had asked them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept them in the wilderness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And being in that period in the wilderness, their hearts had become very hard. You see, there are different types of hearts which you mentioned wonderfully in that ayah from Surah al-Baqarah. I always say one of the most beautiful ayahs in the Qur'an, when looking at where our hearts are, can be found in Surah al-Baqarah, and notably this ayah, Surah 2 verse 74. Mm -hmm. Some heart, some of the comparison between the heart and the world of the rocks. Mm -hmm. Some rocks rocks are are too hard, hard. they'll They'll never never break. break. Likewise, Likewise, some some hearts hearts are too too hard, hard. they'll They'll never never break. break. Some Some rocks, rocks, you sometimes sometimes still still see a a crack crack in there where there's water. Mm -hmm. Some hearts can also be broken. Some hearts are very soft. Some rocks, if you throw them on the ground, they break up completely and can be soft. Mm -hmm. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that Bani Israel at this particular time Mm -hmm. were extremely Mm hard-hearted. They had now seen... Themselves forgetting the covenant with Musa alayhi salam They had forgotten the guidance of Nabi Musa alayhi salam And most important The tabut of Musa was no longer with them mm-hmm. You see tabut the word is mentioned once in the Holy Quran okay. And today in our mosque sometimes you find people carry out a tabut mm-hmm. in, uh, For example a shahada of an imam yeah. There might be a tabut which is taken from one area to another in the Quran, the word tabut is mentioned once. And that's in honor of what's known as the Ark of the Covenant. As we mentioned yesterday, that tabut was a sign that somebody was a prophet of Allah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Within that tabut, you had the stick of Adam. Within it, you had the sandals of Musa. Within it, you had the alwah, the tablets on which the Torah was written. Yeah. Therefore, that was always what I would call, that was their secret weapon, that Mm taboo. From the time of when Musa was placed within it in the river Nile, if we believe it's the same uh, tablet or or box. But now they lost it. It wasn't with them anymore because the Philistines had overtaken them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Or as some have concluded, the Copts, led by a man by the name of Goliath. Goliath was a powerful personality and the Philistines were in power at the time. Therefore you found that many of the children of Israel were far away Mm -hmm. from the teachings which had come with Musa Mm alayhi salam. And at this stage they begin to seek some sort of guidance. They had amongst them a prophet by the name of Samuel. Or in English Samuel. Mm-hmm. But he was very old now. And he was a prophet, but he wasn't ruling. Now they had come towards him and they wanted some sort of reprieve to hopefully have their guidance given back to them and the blessings of Allah back to them as well.
0: Now, what message did that convey to the Jews in Medina at the time of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him,
1: I think I think firstly it's telling the Jews in Medina mm. that Whatever you are telling your people about the story of David, we have it in the Quran as well. Albeit that the David in the Quran is not as scandalous as David mentioned in the second book of Samuel, which we'll come to later in the case of adultery. Inshallah. Secondly, that don't take the blessings of God for granted and reject the Messiah that has come. Mm-hmm. They had already given Uzair a hard time when he rewrote the Torah and started to say that he was the son of God. They had already given the Kifil and other prophets a hard time. Mm. They had given Moses a nightmare. Um, and so it's telling the, the Jews of Medina that, you know what, don't give this prophet, the one who's come to you as the final Messiah of God, the same difficulties that you are giving the previous prophets. Yeah.
0: Now, Banu Israel, they as we've mentioned in the previous night they were so arrogant and in surah 2 verse 246 it says uh, bismillah rahman have you not considered the assembly of the children of israel after the time of moses when they said to, to a prophet of theirs send to us a king and we will fight in the way of allah so they
1: told prophet samuel alayhi salam, mm. send for us a king
0: why a king why not another prophet
1: it's a good question why a king because mm. If they ask for another prophet, doesn't mean that that prophet will necessarily have power. Uh When you're asking for a king, Mm -hmm. you want a transfer of the mulk of Allah to a malik on the earth. Uh, You want somebody not just going to come as a nebi to them, Mm -hmm. but as a malik to the area. Mm -hmm. So therefore, when they said that to Prophet Samuel, Prophet Samuel is awaiting the command of God. He knows that they are under the authority an oppressive authority of Jalut uh, or Goliath. Mm-hmm. And so he tells them that Allah has chosen Talut. Inna Allah astafa'a alaykum wa zadahu basta fi al-ilm wa jism Wallahu yati mulkahu Allah has chosen him for you. You've asked for a king, and you've asked for somebody who will help. Yeah. Bring back the blessings for you. In Allah alaykum. Allah has chosen Talut for you. He has increased him in two important areas of being a leader on earth. Ilm, jism. Knowledge. Physical strength mm. There's no point being a leader for the people When you run away from battles mm-hmm. There are many out there Who became leaders in Islamic history Were known for running away from battles yep. Khaybar was never attributed as anything successful for them Nor was Khandak for them Uhud, they ran faster than a Formula 1 car can run As the Quran says That uh, very clearly وَمَا Muhammadun إِلَّا Rasul, Qad min. They ran away at Uhud. You can't be a leader if you're one who's running away at Uhud. Or you're at Khandaq, you're not, you're not brave enough to say to Amr ibn Widd al-Amri, I'll stand up one-on-one. On one. Because the Goliath of the time was Amr ibn Widd. Mm-hmm. Or the Goliath of the time was who? Was Marhab at Khayba. Marhab, yeah. A person requires the physical strength, the physicality mm-hmm. To be able to lead his community Hence Allah says mm-hmm. Zadahu fil ilmi wal jism Al jism has to be the best, the bravest, valor. But the ilm is fundamental as well How can I guide a community when I don't know the laws of the Quran? So, How can I guide a community when I'm not the gate to the city of knowledge and somebody else is? How do I assume leadership? That's why, with Imam Ali alayhi salam, you always found that whether it's spirituality, whether it's political authority, the only man who's able to combine them in perfection with bravery, with knowledge, was Amir al-Mu'minin after the Prophet died. <laughs> he likewise with Talut Inna alaykum al-'ilm wal ma Allah gives his mulk to who he wants. You'd think that they say yes. At Saqifah, they said no. And on this occasion, they say no. On this occasion, what do they say? They complain. What's their complaint? They turn around and complain because Talut, Saul as he's known in English, Mm -hmm. was from the descendants of Binyamin. So remember we said, Israel is Nabi Ya'qul. Many yes. Israel are his sons. Mm-hmm. The tribes from there, the youngest brother of Nabi Yusuf who comes back to him later, was yes. yes. what's his name? Benjamin? Benyamin or Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Talut was from there. Uh-huh. So because Talut was from there, they said, how can this guy be a king? Number one, low tribe. Mm-hmm. You will never find more arrogant in the history of mankind Like the children of Israel. They are the most racist, most arrogant people. Who have a look at the rest of the people in the most condescending and rude way. Look at them. How could he be our leader? Number one, look at the tribe he's from. the tribe of Benjamin. Number two, we have more wealth than him. Mm. Who said leadership the criteria was wealth? If the criteria for God's leaders on earth was wealth, then Pharaoh could be God's leader on earth. He was the wealthiest. Exactly. Shaddad and the people of Aad could have been. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala knows who the best person is to give His mulk to. True. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala decides that the mulk goes to Talut. Mm. And you find from that moment, many of them were bickering, yes, no, yes, no. Prophet Samuel said, look, the decision's been made. They said, show us a sign. The sign was what? The sign was, he will get the tabut back for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The tabut will be restored to you, the children of Israel. Do you want the tabut back? They said, yes, we want the tabut back. That tabut is important for you. The tabut is important for us. Then I'm telling you, if I'm wrong, the Taboot will not come back. True. There is nobody better to lead you to defeat Goliath and the Philistines or the Copts. Like who? Like Talud. Mm-hmm. Talot turned around to Bani Israel. He had thousands of them who were ready to be with him. How many? Thousands. thousands. Close to 100,000. Subhanallah. They were already to be with him. They wanted to finally get into Jerusalem. They wanted to finally conquer Jerusalem. Yeah. Having been in the tea of the wilderness for so long. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you find that Talut turned around to them. He said to them, We'll achieve the victory. Don't worry. We're going to have to cross a river. Innallaha mubtali kumbi nahar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
0: There's
1: a particular nahar. Mm-hmm. That particular nahar is a nahar which when you cross it you can't drink water. It's a hot day. In Allah mubtaliikum bin nahran, it's a hot day. Yeah. I'm going to need to drink water. Mm-hmm. None of you could drink. Surah al-Baqarah describes it beautifully. Yes. If you want to drink, have a sip. But those of you who drink will have failed the test. As in take more than one sip. Yeah. Okay. You want, you take a sip. It's okay. But your test from Allah to see who the purest of you are. Ah, that when you pass the Nahar. Now, at the beginning, you know, these guys are thinking, this is easy. We're going to be okay from now till the Nahar. The sun, it's heat. It's Scorching. getting hotter. Scorching. And they want to get across. How many, Minhal, how many do you think were the ones who did not drink water? Same number as Badr? Ahsan 313. Oh. 313 out of 80,000 let's say Did not drink Sometimes it's not about the quantity of soldiers you have It's the quality Yeah. Sometimes you think to yourself That I wish I had more soldiers No Have the ones who are able to fulfill Every command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Without breaking it mm-hmm. Have the ethics Have the patience Have the sacrifice mm-hmm. So that 330 crossed over. Goliath is looking at them. What does Goliath do when he's looking at them? Love Goliath looks at them thinking, These guys are crazy. I thought the Beni Israel were stupid. But they turn out to be crazy. They actually think that they can defeat us? 313 against us? What does it remind you of? Battle of Badr. Yes. Uthba bin Rabi'ah, Waleed bin Al-Mughirah, Abu Sufyan, Abu Jahal, Abu Sufyan was not at Badr. Mm-hmm. But Utba bin Rabi'ah was there. Waleed was there. Abu Jahal was there. And they're like, Muhammad has 313. And he thinks he can defeat us. We have the best of the cavalry. We have the wealthiest people. No one can defeat us. That arrogance brings you down. Why did the Quran say about Hunayn? Mm-hmm. That the Muslims had more soldiers, don't be arrogant Because there was a day at Badr you had less Yeah. At Badr when we had less 313 The opposition laughed They said they only got 313 What you found was that With that 313 they came across, they were still, don't get me wrong, still not certain they're going to win, because this Goliath was a ferocious character. Of course. Goliath comes forward and said, which one of you can fight me? Same as Utbah bin Rabi'ah, when he said, who of you can come out and fight us? Mm. Same way at Badr, there was a young man known as Ali, who people honor in mosques around the world today. And nobody can take the memory of Abel Hassan from any of us. He remains the highest in the religion of Islam in terms of his exemplary conduct and character. Mm-hmm. And how he came forward at Badr, like he came forward in every battle. And no wonder he was known as La Fatah, Allah Ali, La La Likewise, a young man came forward, I am Dawud. Huh? Goliath looked, he turned around to everybody, everyone cracked up. They were all laughing. They're like, he can't even wear his armor properly. He wants to fight you. Don't be arrogant. Mm-hmm. All of us as human beings, ultimately, we cannot control our deaths. Mm-hmm. We look around us and see so many lessons of deaths and we cannot control our deaths. Yeah. In one strike, he finished Goliath. At that moment, the Ark of the Covenant returned when? Return back to Talut. From then, Nabi Dawood السلام, became the biggest source of barakah for Bani Israel.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And it says it in, uh, in Surah Al-Baqarah, uh, verse 249. There is no power for us today against Goliath and his soldiers, but those who are certain that they would meet Allah said, How many a small company has overcome? Large company. by?" How many Allah? a small
1: company has overcome? A large company. large company. How many a small company, 330, overcome you know, overcome a large company? Right. Don't keep worrying about your numbers. Mm-hmm. Have the loyal, have the intelligent, have the ethical, the dignified. Nothing to worry about.
0: Definitely. Because
1: you have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you have the unseen forces. Mm-hmm. We can defeat the biggest of armies.
0: Now, Sayyidina, um, in chapter 38, verse 20, uh, Surah Sad. It says, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim And we strengthened his kingdom and gave him wisdom and discernment in speech Now Dawood is a prophet and a king Jerusalem is now conquered because they've killed Goliath Now religion and politics, can they mix? And is it better for our scholars to stay away? Or is Prophet Dawood alayhi salam, an example of someone who showed us how we can
1: balance between them? Well, each, each situation is different, Minahal. Okay There are times where you can have a personality who can have religious knowledge and political acumen. Okay. If you have that personality and the people are ready for such a personality and such a system to rule, then why not? Mm -hmm. Imam Ali alayhi salam beautifully at the Battle of Safin, once he saw that arbitration occurring between Abu Musa al-Ashari and Amr ibn al He said, listen, just because I'm your leader Doesn't mean I'm going to force you to follow me If you want to follow the arbitration follow That was justice Because at that moment What was Imam Ali saying? I may have the religious knowledge And the political acumen But if you, the people Don't want me to be there mm-hmm. Then I'm not going to force myself on you Here you had the people loving Nabi Dawood mm-hmm. They wanted him to be leading Because they knew him of the best character yeah. And of bravery mm-hmm. And of knowledge said- And of nubuwa and of mulk, they wanted him. Mm-hmm. There may be situations where there are countries that cannot necessarily have that type of system. Mm. Now, when someone says religion and politics, do they mix you can't really call yourself a religion unless you have some sort of political discussion within the religion. How to establish an orderly state, what is the rights of Muslim citizens, non-Muslim citizens, the welfare system, the system of justice that has to be established. Mm -hmm. So I think each situation is different. But you're right. One of the few rulers, who was also a prophet, Mm -hmm. which highlights that a religious personality can be at the helm, but then you have even, subhanAllah, today in the world of Shia political thought, you have some who subscribe to an opinion where the religious authority is in the political realm. And there are others who say that. No. You may find, for example, others who may turn around and say, I don't mind being the qadi. I give jurisprudential opinions. But I will not get involved in the political system of what's happening in the country. The country is a democracy which can choose. So it varies in each situation.
0: Ahsan, Sayyidina, thank you very much for your time. The first half of the life of Prophet Dawood alayhi salam. Please send in your questions for the Sayyid so that we can answer them in the second part. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Assalamu and a very warm welcome back to you all As we continue to study the life of Prophet Dawood alayhis salam Now Sayyidina, before the break we were discussing the story with Goliath And how Prophet Dawood at a very young age just one strike killed him Now he's a king, Prophet Dawood alayhis salam is a king He's got so much wealth, he's got the animals doing tasbih with him How, to, how does he remain humble?
1: It's a great question Because the other prophets In the Quran Don't normally become kings Mm. You know Apart from Yusuf alayhi salam, And then later Maybe when we come To Nabi Sulaiman You hardly have a situation Where prophets Become kings Mm -hmm. So normally People were saying That these prophets Are humble personalities Because They're normally Poverty stricken Mm. And religion Is the opium of masses The poor people Love to be religious Of course Prophet Ayyub Was very wealthy And we seem To forget that Even Hud and Saleh Came from Mm -hmm. wealthy families But Nabi Dawud alayhi salam, even though he's a king, as you rightly mentioned, and he's a Nabi, and he is wealthy, and like you mentioned, you know, animals would be able to communicate with Nabi Dawood, which is passed on to mm-hmm. who we're going to look at tomorrow, Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salam. Nabi Dawood alayhi salam was a person who, for example, amongst the things that made him or kept him very, very down to earth. Mm-hmm. He used to fast every second day. You know, when you fast, the aim of our fasts in the Shah Ramadan. Is that we remember those who are not as well off as us if I'm a king and I'm living in a wonderful palace Mm. And I'm a wealthy king and I'm someone with knowledge and I'm someone who the animals when I read, you know Or supplicate they're all alongside me then you would think that somebody could be affected
0: Mm -hmm.
1: The first thing is that he would fast to remember that look there are people who aren't as well off Let me taste the pangs of hunger because in this holy month of Ramadan, we see that there are people around the world. You know, they can't have the iftars that we have. We can literally, you know, th- there are all these apps now where food is just delivered to you, yeah, literally delivered to your mouth. Even, you know, it's. <laughs> like, it, I'm sure there's a service now where someone can even feed you, you know. And there are people around the world who don't have that. So, Nabi Dawood alayhi salam, like the other nabiya, they used to love, you know, Nabi Dil uh, Kifl as well. He was someone who used to love fasting, mm-hmm. um, and Nabi Dawood that used to keep him. Humbled all the time Uh, He was known as a person also used to mingle with the regular people I don't think many kings I can remember used to come and just chill in one of the cafes in London and sit yeah. with all of us. True? True,
0: very true. Um,
1: normally they have quite a big palace and uh, you'll be lucky to even speak to them. And when you speak to them, there is a protocol of how you say hello to them. Mm-hmm. When you speak, you only speak if you're spoken to. Don't touch the hand, touch the finger. Don't look in his eyes, look in his eyes. Nabi Dawood wasn't having any of that. Yeah. Listen, mulk belongs to Allah. Mm-hmm. Wallahi u'ti mulkahu man yasha. Yeah. Allah is the king. And Imam Ali alayhi salam many times would remind us, mm-hmm. you know, and the Quran would remind us Al-Malik, Al-Quddus, Al-Aziz, Al-Hakim So Nabi Dawood would come and sit with the people, talk to the people People used to love Nabi Dawud. They absolutely used to love him um, And these things, you know, had a, had, a, had a profound effect on him and his life Another thing, it'd be normal for people to sit with him when he talks about Allah, he begins to cry you know so the money that he had acquired being a king it highlighted not everyone who becomes a king necessarily has to be arrogant as mm-hmm. we will see with the queen of sheba tomorrow um and likewise you find with him as well very humble now he
0: he receives the zabur
1: zabur yes is that a new law no they're still following the laws of uh, moses alayhi salam the sharia of nabi musa mm-hmm. is still what's being followed however the zabur was a set of um, you know sayings, pieces of wisdom, supplications. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the Psalms which are discussed in other religions. Yes. And
0: you mentioned the Psalms because uh, the ayah, uh, chapter 21, verse 105, it says, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim and we have already written in the book of Psalms after the previous mention of the land of paradise Is inherited by my righteous
1: servants Correct, yes The, the ayah mentions It was written in the Zabur um, After it's been written in the Quran That this earth will be inherited by the righteous This is one of the ayahs related Not just to Nabi Dawood Because the Zabur was with him But to the Imam of our time um, that عباد Allah they are the ones who are going to be the inheritors of the earth
0: yes. Now Sayyidina the praises and supplications in the Zaboor it seems that this was the greatest method to communicate to God with God in the eyes of His chosen ones Would you
1: say that? Yes, you know um, Zabor, as we said in English is the Psalms, Psalms. and there is one book known as Zabur al-Muhammad. Mm. Salawatullah wa that is a Sahifa Sajdia. Beautiful. You imagine a Zabur of Nabi Dawood alayhi salam. You would have around him the animals and the mountains will be exalting the Lord while Nabi Dawood alayhi salam is reciting dua. Mm. Come and how we wish we could hear Dua Abu hamza thamali On these nights from the lips of Imam Zayn al-Abidin Or we're able to hear Dua Makarim al-Akhlaq From the lips of Imam Zayn al-Abidin Or we're able to hear Dua at From the lips of Imam Zayn al-Abidin Whenever you discuss with anybody What's special about the heritage of the Shia It is that we have adiyat al-Muhammad Munajat al-Muhammad the supplications of Al-Muhammad, salawatullahu wa These ad'iyah, these psalms, the zabur of Al-Muhammad that we have, sadly, sadly, many of us have a sahifa a sajjadiyya mm-hmm. but we don't open it and read it. Now, many of us are going through mental anxiety issues these days, depression, grief. Mm-hmm. Would you believe In the index Of a Sahifa Sajjadiyya It says Dua for sadness Dua for grief Sorry. Dua for anger Dua for your parents Dua Dua is the Silah of the mu'min
0: mm-hmm.
1: And it's the Amud of the deen. And it's the thing That is Nur Samawat Wal All of these are according to Imam Ali Alayhi salam. Yeah Imam Ali Alayhi salam Was known as A da'a
0: Da'a
1: Means you used to Constantly read du'a and du'a is literally the relation between us and Allah. Once you don't have du'a, you don't have that connection. True. Now someone says, why would Bayt write these du'as when they're like, Ya Allah forgive me, Ya Allah forgive me. It's for them to give to us how we should talk to Allah. <laughs> they haven't committed a sin. Mm-hmm. But this is how we talk to Allah, the mm-hmm. best way to talk to Allah. Therefore, Zabur al-Muhammad. Zabur Dawood Zabur al-Muhammad was a Sahib sajdiyya.
0: It's beautiful that you mentioned because some people say, why would someone why would the Imams talk about themselves like that if they haven't if you believe they haven't committed a mistake? It's just for us. Now Prophet Dawood السلام, his voice according to the Quran and narrations was amazing. Um in chapter 34, verse 10, it says, And we certainly gave David from us bounty. We said, O mountains, repeat our praises with him and the birds Subhanallah, as well. Subhanallah.
1: And we made pliable for him iron. Subhanallah. The mountains and the birds would repeat the words from Nabi Dawood. Subhanallah. Beautiful ayah. Yes. Now,
0: saying that in our mosques today, in our uh, communities, sometimes anybody's just given. The privilege of reciting dua, reciting ziyarai But not the one with the best voice And sometimes it puts people off, it doesn't give them that, you know,
1: that feel You know what I mean? Well, uh, who told you the one with the best voice always comes to the mosque? True Just having the best voice Doesn't mean you're always at the mosque You might be there, 19, 21, 23, big nights and But the Thursday night when people need you, you might be just a bit too lazy. So, Mm -hmm. sometimes people want the one with the best voice, but the one with the best voice is very picky about when he attends and when he reads. So, what do you do? Uh, I completely agree with you. You know, Abadhar Al-Halwaji comes with us on Ziyarah and you listen to his Ad'iyah. Yeah, beautiful. You know, absolutely beautiful when he recites. You know Mullah Hassan al-Mudhafar comes with us on Mm Ziyarah. When he recited Dua Arafah. When we went to Karbala and on Hajj. Absolutely beautiful. So it does make a difference. Yeah. Um, But sometimes when you need the Dua reciters to be there on Thursday nights for Dua Kumail or Mm Dua Nudba on a Friday morning. In some cases they'll be very picky. In some cases too busy. We have to try and encourage in our communities. Yeah. And train our youth But yes you're right Don't just give it to a random person Who can't even read Arabic properly That's And nice. will not appreciate the wording
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, We certainly need to ensure That the edaya. It's not just about Some people say Oh who cares about voice All we should care about Is that you know Somebody is sincere Then why is Allah saying The birds and the mountains You know we know In Nijoon shajar all of them would do sujood in Surat Ar-Rahman When yeah. Allah says about the stars and the trees They would prostrate to Allah
0: mm-hmm.
1: Likewise you would find all the creations of Allah When Dawood would recite All of them, there would be goosebumps mm-hmm. That this was the most beautiful recital And that we should encourage more so in our communities inshaAllah
0: Now Sayyidina, let's talk justice Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala
1: trains Prophet Dawood
0: salam In a dispute on how to be just in the perfect way what exactly are the morals of that story
1: yeah it's an interesting story um he used to pray in his mihrab mihrab mm-hmm. one of the meanings of mihrab if you look in the word mihrab there's the word harab mm-hmm. means what? war, war. it's called mihrab because when you're praying there you have a war with shaitan shaitan's mm-hmm. trying his hardest not to let you concentrate mm-hmm. and you're trying your hardest to maintain your concentration concentration Nabi Dawud used to be in his mihrab. The Quran mentions the story. And all of a sudden, two visitors came. Now, he's baffled. I'm, in, I'm a king. I'm in a palace. All the rooms are guarded. How did these two get in? <laughs> when you're a malaika, you can get in anywhere. Yeah. These two angels had come. But at that moment, they said to him, don't worry. We have an issue. We want you to settle the issue. He's like, go ahead. They said, one of them said, I own one sheep. He owns 99 sheep. He, my brother, who owns 99 sheep, wants my one sheep. We're in a partnership, Mm -hmm. me and him. He has 99 sheep. I have one sheep. He wants my one sheep. Is this fair without me getting anything back in return? Nebi Dawood straight away said, no, it's not fair. It's not right. Mm -hmm. What's he done wrong?
0: He didn't listen to both sides.
1: Is it wrong? Firstly, this is a question. Many people say, what's he done wrong? First question Is it wrong? No Because it sounds Pretty clear Yeah That hold on a minute I've got one sheep He's got 99 We're mm. in a business partnership Now he wants to take my one mm. The share is not right In a partnership yeah. yeah Yeah Nabi Dawood straight away Said you're right Oh Dawood Listen to both sides That one said to you He has one That one has 99 mm-hmm. First listen to what Now listen to what The one with 99 Has to say Mm-hmm Maybe the one with 99 says, I bought out his 98 years what? At that moment, Nabi Dawood went down in sujood Because he knew this was a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Look, what Nabi Dawood is not a sin
0: yeah, you know how?
1: But it taught us mm-hmm. Listen to both sides of a story In our communities, one of the biggest problems we have Around the Muslim world mm-hmm. You only listen to one side of the story. Allah is showing with a prophet, a prophet of His. Mm -hmm. That when you've heard one side of the story, have you spoken to the other? Because there are four fingers between what's right and wrong. What you hear in their ears, (laughs) have you verified with the eyes? When you make an accusation, have you sat with that person? Have you talked with that person before you slander that person? (laughs) The Muslim community's biggest disease <laughs> is that when I'm with Minhal, Minhal says, You know that person over there, I hate him, he did this to my family, this. I'm like, Wallah, Minhal, you're right, that person says, Have I spoken to that person? No. Nope. Did I go and say, Can I hear your side? No. Nope. The biggest disease in the Muslim community is when we hear one side, we're not interested in listening to another. This story of Nabi Dawood, Allah gave it to us. <laughs> That even my prophet, when someone says that I have one sheep, he's got 99, and he, took my, he wants to take my one, is that fair? And the prophet said, no, it's not fair, that's it. No, let's say what the other one has to say. Mm-hmm. Because the biggest disease in the Muslim world and around humanity in general mm-hmm. is never hearing both sides' story. We hear someone got divorced. Yeah, classic. Your friend tells you this, 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 you're like, damn, those people are evil. Did you hear their side? We hear a lecturer said something Someone tells you said this, this, did you ask him? Have you sat with him? It's a long day of judgment if we are unjust <laughs> Oh Dawood we made you a Khalifa What was that first ayah Minhal it for me The first one you recited beautifully, say it again
0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim We said oh David indeed we have made you a successor upon the earth So judge between the people in truth and do not follow your own desires. Judge
1: between the people in truth And don't follow your own desires Mm -hmm. Battle of Jamal Let me give you an example Imam Ali, Talha, Zubair, Aisha All of them are in this battle Imam Ali is on one side Mm -hmm. Talha, Zubair and Aisha on the other Someone was confused Yeah he came in the middle of battle. I'm confused. Imam Ali in the Battle of the Camel is on one side, Talha Zubair and Aisha on the other. These are all beloved of the Prophet. How can this happen? Something must have gone wrong. <laughs> Imam Ali, the man came to him and said, "You are on one side, they are on the other." Imam said, "Don't look at the personalities and then look at the truth. First, look at the truth, then judge the personalities." I said- Our people, when we come to making a judgement on our desires, Mm -hmm. not on Haqq Many people have been unjustly treated in the Muslim world Mm -hmm. because of our own selfish desires We ended up causing people to hate a group, to hate a mosque, to hate a region, to hate a family Mm -hmm. Because of our desires Mm -hmm. that we had a problem with them, Mm -hmm. not the Haqq I have a problem with somebody Mm. But I know the Haq Do I let my problem with them get in the way of saying the Haq? You shouldn't We have made you Dawood a Khalifa on the earth so you judge the people with justice Yes And don't follow your own selfish desires Mm When I want to malign someone's character in the Muslim community, is it because I sincerely feel they are not truthful or I have a personal problem with them? That's a good question. This is a matter of heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. Heaven and hell is not about how many prayers we pray, how many fasts we fast. It's about volm, mm-hmm. riba, buhtan, namima. So many people have been slandered because we never heard both sides. Now, question. Should we even be listening to this gossip about people? Because the person saw Imam al Abidin one day. He said to him that someone said this about you. He said that person shot the arrow. You made sure it hit me. Mm. Famous narration. In the case of a Nabi, or an imam. When Nabi Ibrahim was told, إِنِّي جَاعِلُكَ لِلنَّاسِ إِمَامًا قَالَ وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّةِ "La yanalu يَنَعْلُ أَحْدِيَ An imam mm-hmm. or a nabi can never be a Dhalim. Therefore in this case, it wasn't zulm. Nabi Dawood hasn't just made a judgment on based of his selfish mm-hmm. desires. Otherwise that would be a sin. Of course. He said, that, yeah, you're right. Went down in sujood. Ya Allah, I realized. Mm-hmm. From then... He established the most wonderful justice.
0: Now, that justice, um, it came with his kingdom. And as we know, he was the king. He had bait al-Mal and everything. But what did he work? What did he do? Because in the Quran, in chapter 34, verse 10, it says, uh, And we certainly gave David from us bounty. We said, Our mountains repeat. Our praises with him and the birds as well. And we made pliable for him iron.
1: Ya al-hadid li
0: Mm.
1: Iron was made soft for him Listen, if iron's made soft for you You're going to make big money Selling anything made out of iron If he relied at the beginning On the public treasury mm-hmm. Allah said to him Even if you're a king Work There's nothing wrong with working
0: mm-hmm.
1: It's a form of ibadah To earn a lawful living
0: mm-hmm.
1: But it helps Mulayyan al hadith He is the one who made iron soft for Dawood. And truly with that iron, he was able to sell shields and so on. Now,
0: there is major controversy here in the story of Prophet Dawood. The adultery story in the second book of Samuel, um, chapter 11, verses 1 to 27. You know, the Uriah and Bathsheba,
1: doesn't it seem scandalous? Nabi Dawood is such an upright and just prophet. He would never, ever, ever commit zina, adultery.
0: Mm.
1: Never with his best friend's wife. Because you know what they say? They say that he sent his best friend to war. Mm-hmm. So his best friend gets killed and he sleeps with his wife. And he was even like a, a pervert. Astaghfirullah. You know, Imam Ali salam used to say two punishments are meted out against anybody who narrates that Nabi Dawood was a person perv- perving on the wife of his best friend while she was getting changed and then slept with her. Astaghfirullah. Astaghfirullah. This Astaghfirullah. is Isra'iliyat. We in Islam reject this. Completely. How disgusting to say a prophet of Allah looking through his window to look at a lady showering and getting changed naked and and then to say that he went and committed zina with her. Astaghfirullah. Never. Never. Someone says, so what's the story? She had lost her husband. Her husband died and she was a widow. In those days, no one would marry widows. Mm. Sadly, in these days, you have similar cases. So what happened was when Nabi Dawood married her, to ensure that people don't have this cultural issue of marrying widows.
0: Now there was a similar accusation to the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him and his family and his cousin known as Zainab. Yes, yes,
1: Zainab was married to Zaid and they were trying to get on but they came from different parts of the society Mm. and Zainab wasn't getting on, Prophet tried to keep them together because he's the one who got them married. Mm -hmm. They weren't getting on, when she got divorced the Prophet after she had got divorced and everything was done, he married her. People said, oh, he got Zainab, divorced from Zayd so that he could take her. And the Quran absolves the Prophet. But like I said, Imam Ali alayhi salam used to say two punishments are to be meted out against anybody who insults Nabi Dawood in this way. By saying that Nabi Dawood would send his friend to war, get him killed and then sleep with his wife and be a pervert, Allah far away.
0: Yeah. Just it audacity of being able to say that, it's just extreme. Now, did the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and his family marry any widows?
1: Yes, yes. Of the widows he, fam- uh, he married was Um Salama, as an example, and Hafsa, the daughter of Umar. Yeah.
0: Now, with all the the children of Israel, with all this blessing of theirs, would they still break their covenants, like the story of Sabbath and the city of Uh, Ayla Yeah
1: Ashab as Was around that time The Sabbath.
0: Sabbath
1: Don't work on Saturday Please children of Israel Chill Stop getting so much money All you care about is money Money Life is money Everything is money Please Please For the love of God On a Saturday Don't work The rest of the week Live in your big houses The rest of the week Make your money For the love of God On a Saturday Don't work Used to be fishermen. And different religions have their different days of worship. Yeah. And what you have with these religions is that on the Friday, the Muslims said, you know, go to the mosque. Yeah. Saturday, the Jewish, Sunday, the Christian.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They were told by the Prophet, listen. I beg you, Saturday, stop working. Just chill. Remember Allah, one day of the week. I beg you. You guys are minted. You make big money. All of your community is rich. One day, one day, stop running after money. So, okay, cool. We'll go to the house of worship. They noticed. How did Allah test them? makes all the fish come near their area where they fish. Uh, (laughs) Ah... (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's like
1: on Salat al-Jum'ah mm. Suddenly there's an announcement made Every house is 50% off in the area Only between 12.30 and 2 o'clock on a Friday How many people will leave Salat al-Jum'ah and run away? Mm. Mm-hmm. Even at the time of the Holy Prophet On a Friday He's giving the khutbah They're running away the sahaba Going for the tijara Now What happened was the fish are coming there. These guys are thinking, so much money can be made. What do we do? It's burning. And no community thinks about money like they were. Bani Israel, their God was money. Their life was money. That's the most important. stingy when it comes to giving away, Mm. but brilliant at making money. You know what some of them started to do? They put a device on the Saturday. When they're in the temple, they put a device in that area to catch the fish. And sadly, these people were punished. Mm. Where their characters, no doubt, resemble the character of animals. Yeah.
0: Now seeing that we see the Dome of the Rock, in today, where we see wars as well, Can Prophet Dawood be a source of
1: unity for religions in the Middle East today? You know there is an argument that the Dome of the Rock originates from the time of Nabi Dawood Mm. and that you know that rock was a source of blessings for people going through a drought and so on, there's different discussions on it. I sincerely hope that there is a day when people of the different religions, Judaism, Christianity and Islam are able to live with each other in peace. Mm. We all love Nabi Dawood Mm. We respect the Psalms. We respect his kingship and his prophethood. Mm-hmm. And hopefully our kids don't continue to grow up hating one another. As yeah. bloodshed has to end in this world. Um, and people have to find solutions to move on. Yeah.
0: Now Sayyidina, so Prophet Dawud's death at the age of 100, um, he was a king for 40 years what happens and are there any lessons towards the end of his life
1: yeah he dies at what 100 and, uh, a hundred and there's nice discussion about his death you know uh, medical mode comes to me goes time for you to go we're all gonna face that one day mm-hmm. you ready for it yourself to face medical mode. are you ready me yeah
0: i <laughs> couldn't tell you no no no
1: yeah i don't think any of us are ready but like any exam if you've revised well mm. then you can be ready
0: still that bit of fear though naturally and Natural. i think that
1: fear is healthy mm-hmm. but al mode comes to Dawood and he says to him we gotta go now someone asked a question from our viewers they said is it true when al mode came to nabi musa nabi musa slapped him that's a load of nonsense
0: Nonsense.
1: I don't care where it's written. It's nonsense. Mm. Nabi Musa slapping Malik al-Mu'ud. This is becoming, what is it, a comedy show or it's prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? But would you believe there are people who believe this? They believe that Nabi Musa slapped Malik al don't. Anyway. So, when it comes to Nabi Dawood, he said to him, listen, it's time to go. Nabi Dawood said, but you never gave me a hint. He said, I did? He said, when? He said, when your father died and your mother died. And when the people around you were dying Was that not enough of a hint That now it's your time? Mm. From there they moved on But Dawood left a son Who I can't wait to talk about tomorrow Nabi Sulaiman And
0: 50 years were given from the life of Prophet Adam Ascent, Salam Well remembered the life of Prophet Dawood. If the dear viewers have been watching us since the beginning Now Sayyidina we're going to take a few questions from Whatsapp Yes uh, This question says alaykum, Sayyid My question is that What can one do to always remember to be patient whether it's a case of sadness or anger? Additionally, as a Sunni, what's the main thing that I should do on the night of the martyrdom of Mawla Ali
1: alayhi salam? Jazakum Allah khairan from Hamza. The night of the martyrdom of Imam Ali is not a night for Shia, not a night for Sunni. Mm -hmm. It's a night for all of humanity. And so therefore if you're able to go and listen to a lecture somewhere about Imam Ali, learn about his life, if you're able to read one of the du'as that he left behind on a night like this, if you're able to read a book about him, mm-hmm. all of that is a form of ibadah. Have sabor if you're in an environment where it's not so much praiseworthy and Allah will open the doors for you. <laughs> now
0: this question says, one question for Dr. Sayyid Amman uh, Can you describe the battle between David, David and Goliath? How bigger was Goliath than David and how uh, did the Prophet
1: win? Now, I haven't got a clue about their heights, I must admit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were pretty big people at the time, but Dawood was very young. Mm. And there's this constant story that, you know, he he gets some sort of, you know, remember the sling and the catapult. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and he pelts him with one. I don't know how accurate these things are. They are in the books. But wallahu alam.
0: Mm. Yeah. Thank you very much Pleasure, for your, thank your time you. tonight. Thank you. A beautiful, beautiful, insightful discussion on the life of Prophet Dawood alayhi salam. Do stay tuned for tomorrow's episode on the life of his son. Prophet Suleyman alayhi salam, alaykum wa Thank you for listening to our podcast. We encourage you to look our audio library for more content on Qur'an, ethics, lifestyle and spirituality. Imam Hussein TV3, your gateway to Karbala.